Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, New Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sunday, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Well, it's Monday here on the show, and it's a very busy Monday. We got Raw tonight, NXT tomorrow, AW Dynamite on Wednesday. Hey, you know what else is tomorrow? The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon on Vice. You guys have Vice TV? If you haven't set your DVR, 9 o'clock, Vice TV, Tuesday night. Nine lives of Vince McMahon. I'm on there. Dave's on there. I saw a trailer, and apparently Jim Cornette and Vince Russo are on there. But you should check it out. It's a two-hour show. 9 o'clock tomorrow on Vice TV. So make sure you check that out. We'll plug it again later on in the show. But, man, we got a lot to get into here today. What a great week of wrestling it was. Sometimes we have weeks where it wasn't great, but this was not one of those weeks. We had Rampage with John Moxley and Takeshita. That match was awesome, and it was a good show. We had SmackDown, which I'll be reviewing in about two hours with Filthy Tom Lawler, WrestlingObserver.com, Video.F4WOnline.com. We could talk about it here as well. Good show. We had the Ring of Honor Final Battle pay-per-view, which was a very, very good show. Had some really good matches. Had an awesome match with FTR and the Briscoes, wrapping up what was one of the greatest trilogies of all time. I would say that show over-delivered. And then speaking of over-delivering, we had the NXT Deadline Show, which was another really good show. The two... Iron Survivor Challenges matches, I, I expected... It was the thing, I expected the worst. They actually ended up really good. And then, man, I can't say it was my favorite, but I sure, I sure had a lot of fun with that pretty deadly match in the New Day. So we got a lot to get into today. Back after the break, Observer Live. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. 
Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. And yes, Mike Sempervivi is here. That right? I am. Yeah, I'm fine. What's going on? Not plugged in? Nope. Mm. Well, here we are, everybody. Yep. A lot to get into here today. <laughs> we are we get, are we taking calls? Didn't we get you a second cord? Well, yes. What happened to it? It was a long last couple of days, buddy. Is it is it in the water underneath your house? <laughs> it's, it's in the mud, buddy. Do you need another cord for Christmas? No, I do not need another cord for Christmas. Well, you should have just said yes, and I would have sent you another cord. Now you're gonna have to find that other one. It's in here somewhere. <laughs> 
All right, fine. Well, we got a lot to get into here today. We have uh, a lot of shows to review, a lot of news. One of these days, I'm going to talk about my Olympic idea. Blow all your minds, especially old crab cakes here. You'll mm-hmm. you'll see that this could work. All right. Is all it right. going to work? No. But you'll see that it could. That's that's the point. Here. Well, I'll be the IOC judge that you have to sell it to. Well, of course you're going to say no because you're determined that, to be that right. That is not true. That is not okay, true. We'll if I'm persuaded later. by you, we will we it's, will see. It's very easy. If you say no, that means you would also say no to ice skating and gymnastics, which knowing you, you might. Anyway, the home of Ring of Honor's weekly TV show will be in a familiar place. Honor Club. Ring of Honor head Tony Khan revealed the news at the post-final battle press conference on Saturday. He did not provide any plans or a start date for when the weekly TV would begin, but expects news to start coming out after New Japan Wrestle Kingdom in early January. The reason for that is Tony Khan expects New Japan to be involved heavily in the project, and he has been talking to them about it. He said he wanted to take advantage of the development work that former owners Sinclair Broadcasting funded on the technology behind Honor Club that his team finished off. The service is avail- available now for nine ninety nine. has their complete archive available with future pay-per-views, including Final Battle, moving to the service 90 days after they happen. Khan said he's going to keep the existing relationship with Warner Brothers Discovery and Bleach Report to keep airing pay-per-views based on the success thus far with them. He expected some talent to remain exclusive with the Ring of Honor, also have involvement from other promotions like New Japan. Also mentioned his relationship with DDT and Noah, and mentioned having a luchador presence. So, uh, Dave asked me about this. Sure, a lot of you are asking me about this as well. And uh, here's the thing. I don't got a lot to say right now because I am going to wait until January 5th, okay? Because I don't know. Listen, I have absolutely no idea what's going on, okay? But, and I'm not saying that this is what's going to happen, but I'm trying to think here because that's my job is to think, okay? If you have been paying attention, New Japan has been trying very, very strong to break into the United States. No pun intended. And uh, it has been hit and miss. You know, they had that uh, they had that joint show with the Ring of Honor at Madison Square Garden at a million dollar gate. But they've also, you know, we've seen some of the numbers when they've they've gone touring for strong tapings and et cetera, et cetera. I mean, they're they're struggling. And, you know, Ring of Honor, they're, Tony's trying to get this thing going as a separate entity. And he has stated here that there's going to be, listen, it's not like just saying, you know, we're going to have some New Japan involvement, that sort of thing. He said there is going to be very strong New Japan involvement, which we aren't going to talk about until after the Tokyo Dome. Okay? So it sounds to me, it sounds to me, like, it's possible, please do not report this, I'm speculating, it is possible that we're looking at AEW and New Japan working together 
on this Ring of Honor project. Maybe even like 50-50. You know, maybe whatever they plan to do with uh, New Japan America, you know, they're just going to work together with AEW on this Ring of Honor project, and it's going to be like this joint promotion type deal for Ring of Honor. Because the way that they have announced this, hey, you want to watch Ring of Honor? It's it's $10 a month, and then you'll get a pay-per-view 90 days later. Who is paying $9.99 to watch weekly Ring of Honor television? Especially when you could just air it on YouTube like they do Dark and Elevation. And everybody, you'd have way more people watching it for free on YouTube. than are. You think you'd have 300,000 people paying for uh, for Honor Club? I don't think so. So they have to have something. They have to have some plan heavily involving New Japan if they think that they're going to make this thing work. So I don't know what it is, but that's certainly my thought here. Team Filthy, that's the answer. As Team Filthy comes in and just wrecks shop and takes over ROH, I would be watching that every single week. But maybe it's something as simple as you tape Ring of Honor TV and New Japan Strong at the same tapings. That way the shows can run concurrently. They're on their, both on their own streaming networks. Maybe you can run things, obviously, back and forth where it'll boost recognition in both markets. Maybe. I, I don't know what the answer actually is here, uh, you know, but we'll see. You know, he pushed that very heavily about New Japan, so obviously it means something. Juice Robinson was wrestling Samoa Joe, and I know he signed into AEW, but... It, this whole thing with Ring of Honor is going to be very interesting. It's going to be interesting to see how many people actually come on for that archive. You know, one of the things that gets talked about a lot with these streaming services, and it can break my heart, but it can do that all of it all at once, but people don't go back and dig into the archive. So, yeah, it's great for some people that it now goes back to 2002, but a lot of people also have the DVDs already. They have these things without the music cut out of them or whatever it is. So they've already got this stuff. What's the reason they're going to spend 10 bucks? And they're in a tough spot because of Bleacher Report. And, I mean, I'm sure Bleacher Report is over the moon. Because other than AEW, what's anybody using it for? What's anybody spending any extra money on it for? You know, with Ring of Honor, they're doing that. And they get to keep pretty much all that money, split it between the two of them. You know, so I know they didn't want to upset them there, but, you know, I, I don't know if just the weekly TV is going to be enough. And even if you add bells and whistles like vlogs and, you know, cool things like, you know, people going back and putting together compilations and things like that and bringing back people to talk about them. I don't know how well that's really going to work. It's a vlog, by the way. Vlog. vlog whatever. Vlog. Vlog. Just like it's a blog. GIF. GIF. Who, who tried to tell me it was pronounced differently? Vinny? Probably. What an idiot. Anyway, hmm. speaking of New Japan, as of right now, Sasha Banks has agreed to terms for multiple dates with New Japan. But, of course, re-signing with WWE is still a possibility. Dave said on Saturday that Banks is scheduled to attend Wrestle Kingdom 17. She will be on the show. She will not be working. I don't think it takes a genius to figure out what's probably happening here which is Kyrie retains the IWGP women's title and Sasha challenges her afterwards, would be my guess. And Dave says, I asked WWE about it. Basically, they had nothing to say as far as the situation. They were talking to her about a return. They were very far apart on money. That was the last that I had heard. Could AEW afford her? She wanted a lot. When she was asking for it, it was very high for a WWE women's wrestler. But again, if you look at the amount of money WWE takes in, she still would have been 
underpaid. Her contract was to expire at the end of the year. However, as we've seen with so many people in that company, she hasn't worked there. So they can freeze a deal, and they've frozen deals for people who have walked out. They've frozen deals for people who have been hurt, et cetera, et cetera. The big question, and I've heard this from folks in WWE. I've heard this from folks in AEW. I've heard this from folks everywhere. How was her deal not frozen when she walked out? How is she able to just get out of this deal and go to New Japan? And the options are they decided to let her out. They didn't decide to let her out, but her lawyer feels that she can do this, and they're going to challenge it. And I'm pretty sure that's it. So, she gets out. That's going to be interesting. Back in a moment, as we're live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60-plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low-Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60PLUS, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. 
That's 800-293-0328. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. William Regal, according to PW Insider, going back to WWE, reportedly with a vice president role. Good for him. Going back first week of January, exact actual job title has not yet been revealed. Not sure that exactly matters. I don't think they put his job title on his check. (laughs) That's it. What does the role of a vice president mean anymore anyway, right? You know? Well... He's vice president of being William Regal. You know what I mean? That's what he is. He's there to be whatever you need him to be. You need him to be a liaison to Japan. He can do that. You need him to be a mentor to a wayward soul out there. He can be that. He can be anything, I guess, as long as he's not on TV. We have uh, two folks out with injuries. Shotzi apparently has a broken hand. She... uh, Posted a picture of an X-ray, said six weeks, and then they uh, they shot an angle where she uh, had her hand slammed in a car door on SmackDown. So I don't know how she heard it, but uh, looks like she's going to be out for a while. And then Matt Riddle apparently will also be out for six weeks. At least that's what they claimed on uh, on the SmackDown show. So timing-wise, I mean, it sounds to me like we got two surprise returns for the Royal Rumble already. So is this going to be like a normal thing? Early every December, people are out for six weeks, and then you forget about them, and they make that big return. So that's uh, that's the update on those two. Hope they're well, back yeah, quick. If it, if it works and you forget about them, sure. And they still got Charlotte in their pocket. They, I'm sure they got a bunch of stuff ready for the uh, for the Royal Rumble. It'll be interesting to see how many people are brought in from NXT or from outside or something like that 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 fill up the spots. By the way, Rhonda, during one of her random video game streams, Oh, God. said at Survivor Series, the match before us went over by like six minutes. They were really concerned about going over our time, and the match after us was a three-way, so they wouldn't be able to communicate with each other to be able to make the match shorter. The match after that was War Games. They couldn't cut that, so the only place where they could get the time back was our match. So I was kind of bummed because we worked on the match for two weeks. Oh, come on. And we were really excited about it. You brought Kendrick back for that? Give me a break. And I feel like I really kind of failed Shotzi. Gross. I really wanted to showcase her stuff and make all of her stuff look great and show everybody how great she is. Stuff. She didn't say stuff. Get that stuff out of here. Why are you so crabby about this? I'm not crabby about it. I'm just amazed that they brought back Brian Kendrick, you know, on her request. Of all the people out there, you bring back him with that cloud that was hanging over him. But fine, if you want to go ahead and do that. But then you're working this match out for two weeks. You were going to work a six-minute match out or however long it was supposed to go for two weeks at this point. Shotzi's been around long enough. So has Ronda at this point. If they can't do it, then come on. And also, frankly, if you are going to cut time off a match, it might as well be Ronda's because what has she been in that's been interesting or creative or fun or even good? 
DJ here says more time wouldn't have helped. Well, you may be right. However, however, and I will I will perhaps argue this. If you and somebody else spent two weeks going over a match, two weeks, and you had it down move for move for move for move, and then five minutes before they told you you have to cut four minutes out of that match. Well, you should have learned how to wrestle. Well, that's well, the point is they didn't. Well, Ronda didn't. And so, yeah, you're going to rush. You're going to be all frantic. You're going to be all nervous. I mean, I didn't want, listen, I don't want to see an extra five minutes on that match. But there's a decent chance the match would have been better with five more minutes because they would have just done their thing and not be freaking out about it in the middle of the ring. And she was clearly freaking out about it because that's what happens. Dude, we've seen that happen in NXT when they practice their matches and they practice and practice and practice. When it goes right, it's all right. When it goes wrong, it's a freaking disaster. That's what it is. But you know what wasn't a disaster? What's that? That uh, NXT show. No. It was a... Well, one part was. If I hear one more person on my Twitter talk about how much they love supernatural gobbledygook and goo, you know what I'm going to do to you? Nothing. But I don't want to hear it. (laughs) They did the stupidest finish. I just get the stupid stuff out of the way first. Yes, yes. This stupid, absolutely stupid Isla Dawn Alba fire match was so stupid because they actually wrestled and it was good. So how stupid was it? And then Alba Fire goes for her senton, which is a senton, even if you do it Jeff Hardy's way. I don't like these newfangled words. She goes for her senton, and you see Isla Dawn is a witch. She can do magic. Oh, ow. So what she did was she laid on that mat and she looked up. She looked up in the air, and she saw her opponent on the top rope. Now, let me quiz all of you nerds that didn't listen to the Brian Vinny show last night, and I've already heard this. If you, if you were a witch, and you were laying on your back, and someone was on the top rope, and they were going to jump off and crush you, what would you do? Well, what you'd do is you'd use your magic on that person. You'd cause them to fall off the top rope or whatever. Not Isla Dawn. This witch decided, you know what? I'm going to make the ref vomit. She's an exhibitionist So when when this person comes off the top and they crush my ribs and stop my heart and break me asunder, well, at least a ref won't be able to count. That's what went through this witch's mind. A flair for the dramatic, maybe. Stupid is what it was. Then this ref starts vomiting. He starts spewing black goo out of his mouth. He falls down. He's dying. And you know what they're worried about? What's that? Someone's got to count. Well. So they send another ref down to count a near fall. Booker T's screaming, Bro, somebody help that ref. He's having a medical emergency. <laughs> black tar is coming out of his mouth. <laughs> then the, then the, the fans, are. they see how stupid this is. They start can- chanting, Help the ref! No one's helping this ref. Yeah, that's bad. That's this was bad. so unbelievably stupid. And then I have to have a bunch of idiots on my Twitter talking about how great supernatural stuff is in wrestling. Dude, go play Dungeons and Dragons or whatever you nerds do nowadays. Get out of my wrestling. Listen, you guys ever think about what wrestling is? We talked about this for years. It's, it's people in their underwear pretending to fight. 
Simulated okay? sport is what it it's should be. It's dumb but... enough as it is. Well. We don't have to make it dumber by adding magic. God. So this was stupid. Who cares who won? It doesn't matter. Now, aside from that, we had the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge matches. Now, just like Ronda Rousey and Shotzi Blackheart, these people have been practicing for weeks. For weeks. Now, if you're old school, you're thinking, that ain't how this business used to work. Should we call to the ring? Bro, dude, I don't care what they did. I don't care what they did. This, on paper, looked to be a disaster. And it ended up being the women's match was very good. And I would go as far as say the men's match was excellent. So if you got to get in there for three hours a day for three weeks to make this thing work, fine, whatever. Roxanne won. She beat Zoe Stark, Indy, Cora Jade, and Kiana James. Like, they didn't have too many clocks. They had an easy-to-read scoreboard at the bottom. There is one way they could have made this better. I'll talk about that in the men's match. But overall, the fans were into this match. Here's the key. They were into this match from the moment it started until the moment it ended. They were going crazy the entire time. They never lost the crowd. It was always exciting. And the fans loved it. And the work ended up being fine. And Roxanne won. Excellent. Then for the men, uh, what did we have? Grayson Waller beat J.D. McDonough, who, by the way, got no points. That poor bloke. Joe Gacy, Carmelo Hayes, and Axiom. And this one was even better than the first one because this one, they utilized the penalty box. We had dudes fighting in the penalty box. We had dives off the penalty box. The only thing that was dumb was at the end, Grayson Waller is ahead. And so they start chasing him to try to catch him, okay? Which is dumb because if you catch him, what happens? That would have worked if you got a point taken away if you were defeated. But that was not the rules. And uh, and as a result, these these idiots just chase him. But to their credit, the crowd's going crazy like, get him, get him! Because the crowd was dumb. Look, you know, well, here's the thing, though. Now you can make chicken salad out of this because of that hole that now everybody knows, hey, after watching it, maybe they heard you talk about it or whatever. Now they realize that now you can have it where everybody's chasing whoever it is at the end and in the ring, you know, that there is a guy laid out and then somebody gets the pin that way. So, you know, that's how And again, if the announcers just would have said that, hey, somebody needs to get a pin here, but... You know, obviously they were worked up into a frenzy, and that—that's not they were call, what they were calling. And the whole thing was a little bit about Waller being, you know, kind of well, he being Grayson Waller anyway, and being a sneaky little bastard that's now trying to run away and run out the clock. Well, those two were uh, were very very good matches, and we're going to talk more about this show after the break, and then that Ring of Honor pay per view, which was a very very good show, and then we'll have some notes on uh, SmackDown and. Uh, and a rampage. And if you want more on SmackDown, then you can check it out. Filthy Tom Lawler on uh, WrestlingObserver.com and video.f4wonline.com. Back in a moment with more Observer Live.
would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you use the expensive blue or yellow pills to charge your sex life? Are you thinking about it? What if we can promise you the same results for less than $3 a pill? If you're paying $20 a pill for the other pills, you're getting taken to the cleaners. Our pills deliver the exact same results for less than $3. You'll save more than $16 a pill for the same results. And right now, radio callers will get 44 blue or yellow pills for $120 with free discreet shipping. You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now. Paid for by Steel Man Pills. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. 800-965-1295. That's 800-965-1295. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, Call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Hey, come on! Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. You know, I mentioned how stupid my timeline is. These people tell me this old Undertaker stuff was awesome at the time. My 13-year-old buddy thought it was great! No. Hey, you know what I thought was cool? 13? Like yeah. a lot of stupid stuff, like GoBots. Yeah. I ain't playing with GoBots. I'm a grown-ass man now. I think even at, like, 13, but I listen, thought, like, you know. I got a point here. Samantha Fox was hot. You ever, you know. uh, you ever, yeah, that's the kind of thing I was watching. Get different hobbies, kids. Not, not uh, voodoo. But anyway, 
You know we have a subscription area, WrestlingObserver.com? Yes. You can get 14,000 archived podcasts, every show we've ever done dating back to 1995. And you can also get thousands of issues of The Observer. Pretty much every Observer dating back to, like, 1990 is archived. So, you know, if you wanted to... Oh, oh, if you wanted to go back and read the review of Royal Rumble 1994 where Yokozuna beat The Undertaker in a casket match when about 85 guys interfered. And then when it was over, The Undertaker levitated. He rose to heaven out of the casket. You guys remember that? Should we go back and see how cool that was at the time? Mm. Oh, I'd be happy to. Vince's teddy bear. Now, some of you are going to say, well, who cares what Dave thought? Well, well, Dave, Dave actually gave it a star, which is more than I'd give it. But forget Dave. You realize he does a poll for all of these shows. Hmm. Royal Rumble 1994. Uh, thumbs up, 27%. Thumbs down, 65.2%. People didn't like that show. And then, of course, let's look at the uh, the worst match poll. Oh, running away with it in a landslide. Undertaker versus Yokozuna. 227 votes. Second place was the Royal Rumble. People didn't like a tie. Because that was new at the time. And then we got Tatanka versus Bigelow. That sounds like it was bad. And Razor Ramon versus IRS in third and fourth place. They had so many matches that you could also see at, like, your local high school on the weekend. You know, a lot of Bundy and Sal Sincere. Just all of those names from that time. If you lived in the Northeast, my God, you got a lot of – you saw them a lot. I'm sure that Tatanka-Bigelow match happened in Jersey at least 14 times. So don't sit here and tell me that this voodoo garbage is cool because it was great when The Undertaker used to do it. No, Actually, it wasn't. It was largely hated every single time. And then when Undertaker started having awesome matches at WrestleMania, then we're talking. Voodoo anything is usually bad. You know what I mean? You know, Rasta the Voodoo Man. and uh, Well, actually, he wasn't too bad. But then you had, like, Papa Shango with black goo, and that wasn't any good. You know, that that was terrible. When, when have we ever had good supernatural in pro wrestling? When has it ever worked? Well, it's never actually worked. I mean, people have tried. Oh, well, when people, it, when people cheered when lightning happened. struck. Well, of course they cheered when lightning struck. If you go to a show and lightning comes out of the ceiling and lights a fire on the of course you're going to cheer. Yes, people are going to You gonna saw pop. fire. It's like ring entrances, for heaven's sake. You know sake. what else you'd, you'd pop for? If you were watching an Undertaker match. It's like fireworks. We do this every July 4th. Why do we do them? We like exploding things and go, yeah! If you had Come an on. Undertaker match and and Kane tore off all of the Undertaker's clothes so he was completely naked. Midian. People would be making a lot of noise, too. Doesn't mean that, like, oh, what a pop that got. Let's strip more dudes nude. That must be the secret, because people always react. When you strip someone nude, of course they react. Doesn't mean it's any good. Doesn't mean we actually want to see a nude Undertaker running around. Okay, now, the New Day and Pretty Deadly. We'll see them nude? I told you guys this was going to be absolutely awesome. Actually, Brian got nude watching this match. And it was so great. And believe it or not, and I didn't believe it when I saw it, I had to rewind it to see where the dusty finish was going to take place. The New Day beat him. Yeah. And won the NXT Tag Team titles. Now, listen. Listen. I don't know for sure if this is what's going on. But 
it may have been a situation where Pretty Deadly needs to take care of like a visa issue or something. And so they have to they have to get out of here for a while. So I don't know how long the New Day is going to be defending the tag team titles in NXT. I would not expect like a uh, six-month run or anything like that. But apparently they're going to be working the main roster, and then they'll show up here and there to do these tag team things until they figure out what they're doing with the tag team division. But uh, at the end of the day, who cares? This match was awesome. They had the funniest Eddie Guerrero belt spot in the history of pro wrestling. <laughs> Dying watching that spot. And I want pretty deadly on the main roster. What I, the reason I was so excited for this match was, number one, I thought it was going to be really good. And number two, I wanted the New Day to, like, go to Hunter when this match was over and be like, can you get these blokes on the main roster now? What are they doing here in developmental? This is ridiculous. These are main roster talents. They have charisma. They can work. They're tall. They got long hair. They're in shape. (laughs) Come on. What's taking so long? Hey, maybe they wanted to see them perform against high-level main roster talent, and now they did that, and they stepped up, and they looked fantastic, and the match was great, and whatever you decide to do with the New Day, it's a win because everybody down there loves them. And if they go and they turn around, they lose those belts to Gallus, great. If they turn around later and lose them to... Joe Gacy's crew, great. You know, whatever it is, whoever they're in the ring with, it's going to be better. So I am all for this. And for Pretty Deadly, they had their... Look, it's not like they needed a coming out party or anything like that. But again, now against the team from the main roster, they were fantastic on a day where we had one of the best tag team matches, I don't want to say of all time or anything like that, but certainly of this year. It could have overshadowed everything. And what you came away from, if you saw both, was two really great wrestling matches in two completely different ways. You know, I know people forgot about this because, quite frankly, it's forgettable. But you guys do remember when Dolph Ziggler won the NXT title last year? And the point was so that on the main roster, on Raw, Braun Breaker could beat him and win the title back. So I don't know if the if Pretty Deadly is going to beat the New Day on an, on an episode of SmackDown or something like that, but we shall uh, we shall find out what they do. But that was a that match was so much fun, and then the main event was just a match, Braun Breaker and Apollo Cruz. It was good. They did good stuff, and then Braun speared him out of nowhere and pinned him, and then Grayson Waller beat him up, and that was that. They should have ended with the uh, Iron Survivor Challenge. That's how this should have ended. Did you hear Shawn Michaels' uh, media call afterwards by chance? I heard what he said. I didn't hear the actual. Well, one of the competitors that, you know, right afterwards, like, man, yeah, that was great. Don't ever put me in that again. (laughs) So there you go. As far as what you had to think about in that match, and again, all these moving parts for guys, you know, in some cases who are relatively inexperienced, all of them inexperienced in a match like that. Yeah, I could see it not being great for the viewer, but not being particularly fun to be in. Then he says, yeah, it was pretty stupid. It derailed Braun's momentum. Well, yeah, because he was feuding with Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. Pretty deadly feuding with The New Day. There were a lot of ways to much, do that. a much, much but... higher caliber feud than Dolph Ziggler coming in no. and beating Braun Breaker. Vince. That was dumb. Then we had the uh, Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which was also an excellent show. And uh, and by the way, I don't want to hear one. I don't want to hear one other negative thing about Pretty Deadly. 
I do not want to hear any burials of them. None. No. You understand? No. Idiots. I wouldn't say that, but come on. There's a lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of geeks that we can uh, talk there about. There we go. They're Always. not. They're not in the geek. The geek squad. No. Speaking of on the filthy show today, we got a new geek of the week theme contest. So in two hours, we'll have a new theme. Pretty deadly is mid. Oh come on! Well, it should, would come from a guy called Heel Josh. Ugh. Should be Geek Josh. All right, Blake Christian AR Fox beat Roosh and Drillistico, kind of. Can you explain this? No. Drillistico got pinned, but he kicked out at three. Then they got really mad and beat up the baby faces. Actually, by the by the time we do the Observer Radio Show tonight, I'm gonna try and figure out what happened here, because uh, you know, I, I it was either the ref screwed up. Or Drillisco didn't really like doing the job, and he kicked out. And either yeah. way, they absolutely killed the baby faces afterwards. So one way or the other, this was unacceptable. Not good. What happened here? Athena beat Mercedes Martinez to win the Ring of Honor Women's World Title. Match was pretty good. Eclipse finish. You know, it's funny is they hit each other real hard. I didn't see anyone complain about it because that wasn't the issue, hitting each other hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> then we had Swerve in Our Glory. Against Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey. Listen, the match was really good. Keith Lee working with Shane Taylor was awesome. But you'll never guess what happened in this match. Well, what happened was Keith couldn't rely on him. Swerve walked out on Keith Lee. If only this theme contest were over now, I'd play it. But the only thing that kept Keith Lee from being an absolute total geek was that they made Shane Taylor and J.D. Griffey geeks because Swerve walks out on Keith Lee's all by himself, and he beat both guys by himself. Oh, come on. No, he did. You're did way he, overselling Did he that. win or did he not? Let me tell you something. Did he something. win or did he not? Is he a star? Is he a big star? Did something happen where his ex-opponent, his ex-teammate, his big man that he was fighting tooth and nail with that was putting him on his ass, he got knocked from the ring, and the guy he took advantage of is much smaller, much more inexperienced, and he got him. You make it sound like he geeked both those guys out in the most embarrassing well, way. Well, he didn't pin him both at the same time, but he beat him one on two after look, his, his partner walked out on him. Look, to be honest, because he was nobody, so dumb, he trusted the guy nobody again. here's the thing nobody's gonna remember that and i'll tell you why because no one's gonna obviously, remember swerve walking out no they're gonna remember him walking out but as far as this burial of of shane taylor promotions that's not gonna be it because i think a lot of people saw griffey for the first time and now we're really impressed in the way he did a lot of stuff including interacting with lee and shane taylor anytime he's out there steps up so i don't think people are going to be looking at this like remember that time when shane taylor got geeked out with his partner against keith lee i think you're way overstating that Oh, yeah? Well, I'm never going to forget. Never. <laughs> never. I know you're not. This is not hard not to trust call a me guy. Petty. The, the dude's name is Swerve. <laughs> Brother, he screwed you 50 times. I know. That's and a you finally issue. decided to team with him again, and he screwed you again. I know. God. Then we it had the embassy. Hit him, though, so. The embassy beat Dalton Castle and the boys. Fun match. Any match that has a Dalton Castle comeback is a fun match. And this had that, and then Brian Cage killed one of the boys because that's what had happened. 
I need Dalton Castle to go to WWE, go to NXT, and he joins up with the Creed Brothers, and they have a group called Suplay. And we had, uh, Brian, did you watch the math? Keith, yeah, he hit him on accident. Keith hit Swerve on accident. Swerve hit him on accident. It was an accident, yet the guy walked out on him because Keith couldn't rely on a guy named Swerve. Why is this so hard to figure out? Why? He looked like an idiot trusting this guy, and he paid for it. And it was on accident. Wheeler Yuta beat Daniel Garcia, won the ROH Pure title. Excellent match. He beat him via elbow strike, which was close to as great as in the main event when Claudio had the opportunity to elbow Jericho to death, but instead he thought, I know how to beat this man. I'm going to spit him till he dies. And he spun him around in that giant swing until on the 27th revolution, Chris Jericho tapped while spinning in midair. Loved it. Claudio's a new champion. Two matches after the break. One was pretty good. Observer Live. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. 
Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328 That's 800-293-0328 You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Yes, in fact, FTR and the Briscoes in a dog collar match. Absolutely fantastic. Do you know that uh, CM Punk and MJF had a dog collar match, and I think Dave gave it like four and three-quarter stars? And then on the show Saturday, I think it was, he goes, I can't even think of another dog collar match close to this one. Which tells me he either forgot about the CM Punk-MJF dog collar match, or this one's getting like eight stars. It was good. Don't get me wrong. If you like blood great. and great. violence and uh, all that kind of good stuff, yeah, that's what you got here. And yes, it probably was one of, if not the greatest trilogies. I don't know if I could say the greatest because we also had, uh, you know, like Kenny Omega and Okada. Who? But I mean, it was uh, it was one of the great trilogies of all time. This. Uh, FTR is now welcome in Sussex County anytime after putting in a performance like that. Still may want to, like, you know, step lightly. But you know what? After a performance like that, you can come through. Hell of a job. Hell of a match. It was awesome. This person says the entire crowd was on their feet for the entire match. They were there at the ROH show. I'll bet they were, dude. That match was incredible. And, and yeah, Samoa Joe also beat Juice Robinson, but... If you want more, Wrestling Observer Radio on Saturday night. That's what you should check out. And we are out of time. In an hour, me and Filthy Tom, SmackDown. He watched uh, some of NXT, and I forget what else. Stardom. I don't think he watched any Stardom. But I think he watched the Dog Collar match. And we'll do the uh, the Geek of the Week theme contest, which we're going to need. Aren't we? Yeah, we sure are. Talk to you next time, everybody. Wrestling Observer Live. <laughs>